The intention of this podcast is not to ridicule or make fun of British persons or their accent. We just find it enjoyable to speak this way. Indeed. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Tea Time. I'm your host, Lord Peter Feathering Walthamstone. And I am Bartholomew, no last name. I don't pay him enough for one. Anyway, this is our podcast. It's about whatever we bloody well please. And if you don't like it, you don't need to listen. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about a myriad of things today, such as my own personal trip to France, specifically Paris. Uh, we're going to have a bit of news for you, something I found a little interesting. I was peeking around on the World Wide Web and I found something. As well as uh, something, you'll have to wait until the very end of the podcast to find out what this is. It's a bit of a long uh, HTML address. Is that correct, Bartholomew? HTML? Yes. Uh, HTML, okay, right. URL, same thing. We'll HTTP have a... colon backslash backslash. Yes, correct. We will have it as a clickable link in our enhanced podcast. Ooh, and we will? It, yes, we will. The things you do with technology amaze me. Oh, well, thank you. Most appreciated. Yes, you'll be able yes. to click on the link, and um, it will take you directly to the page. Should we link it to the page, or should we link it to the video? Straight to the video. All right, linking straight to but the But I have a question. Yes. If I was to watch this on my iPod, would I be able to click the link directly from there? Uh, no. Oh. No. Um, well, what good is that, then? People are going to listen to this on their iPods, on the go, one might say. Well, in order for them to put it on their iPods, they must first have it on their computers. Touché. Well, I'll leave that up to you viewers to decide what to do with. Anyway, we're going to start off with a bit of news. This one also will involve a little bit of a web address, but I'm sure that you can take a look on your enhanced podcast, which will be on your computers, and you can figure it out from there. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, there we go. First off, I will give you the address. You just saw it uh, pop up, but here it is www.hiddenpassageway.com Hidden Passageway obviously being one word. This is an incredibly interesting site that I found. Uh, it is exactly what you might think. It is a website designing and selling hidden passageways for your house. Perhaps a planter that would rotate around revealing a gun rack or a valuables of some sort, even staircases that fold up so that you might get to your lower levels. It's incredibly interesting and apparently doesn't even cost that much to do. Um, I suggest you all give it a look. I highly doubt any of you are building a house right now, let alone building one that can accommodate a secret passageway. But if you are, by all means, build one and let us know about it. Yes. Anyway, no. um, yes, what do you think about it? It can't really match up to the original, you know, the, the original concept of secret passageways such as you have in uh, your manor. Yes, exactly. I have some wonderful little contraptions, uh, but I must say modern technology completely rivals that which I have. You know, you might have a soft spot 
for the old ways of doing things, but I personally prefer the new ones. You can even have a chair. Whenever you recline in it, it will launch you backwards down into a tube. Oh, presumably really? getting you away from danger. Yes, I don't know if you saw that or not. It's amazing. I might have bumped my head on it once. Going down. <laughs> Is that why I ended up in the laundry chute? <laughs> oh, goodness. I hope somebody came and fetched you out. Well, I am here now, so... I will have to presume that they did. Yes, quite. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, uh, why don't we move on to the main topic of this week? Or last couple of weeks altogether. I'm, I do apologize for us not having any podcasts, by the way. But the two of us have been quite busy. Anyway, um, one of the reasons I was busy is because I was in France. Paris, France. It is a wonderful city. Um, some consider it the most cultured city in the entire world. Do you? Um, of course. You do, really. Have you ever been to France? Um, yes, I have. Uh, for a, a brief, uh, just a brief time, uh, not very long, we, we stopped in uh, Paris, actually, and uh, we saw the Eiffel Tower, just a couple of other things, and then we were right off to Germany. To Germany? What? Germany. Oh, I thought you said Jumbly. I was like, no, no, I'm no. not familiar with Jumbly. No, Jumbly. Ha ha ha. No, no Jumbly. <laughs> jumbly. No Jumbly. All right. Well, that's good to hear that there was no Jumbly involved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> jumbly. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, uh, first off, let me say to all of our American viewers that if you have ever had any negative connotations about the French, they probably originated whenever American soldiers were going through Normandy in 1944. You see, things are very different then. Lots of Americans think that the French are snobbish, arrogant, rude, heavy smokers, they don't bathe, they don't shave. Perhaps this is true of all the peasants that the Americans might have run into, but on my personal stay in 2006, in Paris. I had a wonderful time. I have no complaints whatsoever. Actually, just one about the airport, but I'll give that to you in a bit. You see, as I was going throughout the city, I was expecting there to be almost a layer of smog over the city from all of the smokers. I expected babies to be smoking in their strollers. <laughs> However, this was, this was not the case. It really wasn't. I would say uh, maybe a little more than in the U.S. were people smoking. There were only a few more smokers in Paris than any major city in the U.S. Uh, I think specifically of New York City, and really the two were not all that different. Uh, as I said, Paris had more smokers, but almost an unnoticeable you know, amount. It was very slim. Really? So would you say that uh, Paris, France is uh, like the New York City of Europe? Or France, anyway? No, because New Yorkers are their stereotype as far as I'm concerned. They are rude. However, in France, uh, specifically Paris, I was not treated rudely one time despite the fact that I speak no French whatsoever. Besides, really? besides a few key phrases such as pardon, which is pardon me, mm. uh, you know, I guess excusez-moi, same thing. Let's see, uh, what right. else? Um, uh, oh, bonjour, which is hello, you know. Those type of things, very, very simple, that you don't need to take any classes to learn. And I got around fine. I'd say it is more foreign 
than most places that the Americans would go, like the Bahamas or Canada or Mexico. Uh, actually, I don't know about Mexico. Yes, <laughs> Canada is not very foreign to the Americans, besides the fact that some speak French. But France, while still being very different, was navigable. You know, uh, about half of the people spoke English fairly well, I'd say. Really? Um, yes. But, you know, even though it was very similar, it was very different at the same time. As I was going down the streets, just walking around, uh, I noticed a few things. One, the street signs are traditionally not on signs, as is the case in America. Rather, they are just posted onto the buildings, usually on corners. Like, just a street sign, but on a building. It was peculiar. That's interesting. Yes. Uh, the... Uh, something I found humorous was the the stop-and-go signs for walkers across the street. Um, they looked different. Uh, instead of a picture of a white, like for go in the U.S., it's a white picture of a person. For stop, it's a red hand. Um, for go, it's actually a green person walking. And for stop, it's a picture of a rather fruity-looking uh, red person. About half of the signs were fruity, about half of them looked normal, but, um, <laughs> no, you know the thing that some homosexuals do with their hand and it's kind of off at a strange angle and they look very odd when they do that? That's what the stop, the do not cross the street sign looked like. It was Perhaps we can odd. find an image of that. I actually do have one. Um, oh, goody. You know what? This is an enhanced podcast. You're going to look at it right now, there, you see it. Isn't it humorous? Yes. <laughs> Quite. I love this enhanced podcast thing. I completely forgot about that. Yes. It's like magic. Almost. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are a couple other things that I saw. Um, we're going to be posting pictures of these all throughout my talk. You can see them. It is different than in the U.S., but, uh, you know, it was... You could usually tell what its purpose was. Uh, actually, this, what you're looking at now, is a toilet outside. Instead of the normal porta potty that you might find in the States, this is a strange round contraption I think you had to pay. I couldn't exactly decipher what was on the edge, but it looked like there was a coin slot. Um, I, it baffled me, really. I mean, it was just in the middle of the street, you know. Uh, there were a couple other things as well. Uh, a very, very interesting city overall. I had a great time. Uh, let's see, what were some of the other things that, uh, some of the other stereotypes against the French? Um, oh, that they don't shave? I did not personally see too many women's armpits, but uh, <laughs> I... Uh, all of the pictures of the models, which my, I might add were everywhere, um had women with shaved armpits, and walking along the streets, there was only one person who smelled that I could, like, notice who smelled, and I was pretty sure it was a German tourist. Oh, yes. Yes. But, obviously, I went and saw all of the big attractions, such as the Louvre, the, uh, the Notre Dame, you know, uh, let's see, the Musée d'Orsay. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing these correctly. As I said, I have not taken one minute of a French class. Mm. But Neither have I. It, yes, but it really was wonderful, and I cannot say anything bad about it. Well, good. So, I, I, for, gathering from what you have 
told us that you had a wonderful, pleasant experience in France. Yes, and if you are an American and you have reservations against the French, I really suggest that you drop them because it just isn't true. I went there, I saw them, they were nice, they did not smell. The bread is known to be good and I must admit it was the best bread I'd ever had. Uh, oh, one last thing. Uh, I found this interesting actually. It is French law that every restaurant has to have cheese on its menu. Oh, I bet you were pleased about that. Yes. Cheese was not in short supply by any means. It was all over the place. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. I had a myriad of different cheeses. I can't even begin to describe all of them. Suffice to say that all of them that I had, if I had had an equivalent in America, uh, the French version was better. Not only that, but I had, I'd say, four new types. I can't remember. They had French names. Really? But, uh, yes, but I must say that they were all wonderful. And uh, I really never knew, I, of course, I've seen in, you know, supermarkets and such, all of these different types of cheeses, but I figured I'd seen every look of cheese, however, that was not the case. Cheese really comes in an incredible amount of different varieties, both in look and taste. And smell, I might add. Well, that's quite interesting. It really was, yes. And if you ever get the chance, I heavily suggest that you go to Paris. Mm, oh, Paris. um, and I'm not going to get too political about this, but let me just tell you that I had a bit of a history lesson um, right. while in France. And if many Americans are upset at France for not joining our side on this war against the Arab nations, let me tell you that Let's think of it this way. If somebody were to invade Mexico, we would help the Mexicans, right? I mean, right. you know, even though we try and keep them from going across America's borders, it, you know, America would still help out Mexico. They're their neighbors and they're part of the history and all that. Right. Muslims and lots of people from Arab nations, and I hate to make this, you know, but uh, just hear me out. Arabs are like the Mexicans of France. All right. In what way? <laughs> I know that's I know that sounds odd, but it's true. Uh, there are quite a few Arabs in France, and you know, obviously, they came from the Arab nations, and really, they they kind of take the same place that Mexicans do in America, and. You know, uh, we would not go to war with Mexico just because someone else wanted to, and that's why France doesn't go to war with the Arab nations with us. Okay, so we don't go to Mexico. We don't go to war with Mexico because they kind of like you know they're they're here. They're in, yeah, in the they're country. part of our history. Oh, okay. All right, that you makes know. a lot more sense. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, we would not go to war with them just because of that. I don't know, maybe if they had oil, I can't tell you that America wouldn't fight them, but, you know. Uh, but really, it's just that the Arabs and the Muslims specifically are a big part of the history of France, and that is one of the main reasons why the French did not follow America into the war. Interesting. So what's the next bit of news that you have for us, Lord Peter? All right. Well, let's see. After coming back from France, 
Well, I suppose I went about life as normal, as would be expected. But uh, I just really want to stress what a great time I had there, and that I heavily suggest anyone should go there if they ever have the opportunity. Uh, let's see. Oh, moving on. I think I'm going to tell you a little bit about the program that we are using to edit our audio. It is called Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, and it is completely free. I suspect its website is audacity.com, but I'll leave that up to you, the viewer, to find out for yourselves. I heavily suggest getting it if you need any type of audio editing. It's very simple, very easy to use, and free. Yes, um, completely free. Hmm? Actually, we'll have a link in our enhanced podcast. Ding, ding, ding. We should have a sound. For of course. Every time we yes. say enhanced podcast, we should have a, a little magical sound that comes out of nowhere. Bling. Yes, exactly. Something huh. like that. <laughs> we'll come up with something. But um, yes, we'll have a link in our enhanced podcast, and you can download Audacity completely free. And uh, one of the, m the more common uses uh, for Audacity is actually, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but is actually to convert old uh, tape decks to mm -hmm. uh, audio CDs and MP3s and such. So if really? you have... Yes, if you have any old tapes of uh, artists that you absolutely love but don't want to go out and buy the CDs of them all over again, which could be I say, expensive. My grandsire, Lord Peter Featherwing Walthamstone I, would have greatly liked that information had he still been around. He listened to tapes all of the time and wanted to put them on CDs. Mm. Did he? Yes. Yes, but... Well, he isn't around anymore, and he wasn't very good with computers, so I guess it's a moot point now, isn't it? Ah, a moment of silence for Lord Peter I. Yes. My grandsire. All right, All right silence that, is anyway. over. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. All right. Um, yes, Audacity will have a link there, and uh, very useful... We already had the link there. This is an enhanced podcast. We don't have to show it again. Instead oh, of showing right. the link again, what we're going to do is show a monkey. <laughs> Let us have a moment of silence for the monkey. All right. All right. Silence is over. <laughs> yep. No more silence. We're done with that. Um, <laughs> all right. Bartholomew, do you have anything that you would like to add? Any um, snippets that you would like to enlighten us with? Perhaps well, a uh, a haiku or a, a haiku. anecdote. You know, I'm sorry. We're going to have to edit that out. Belching is not appropriate for an English lord. However, no. once again, if you got the too hot for your tea versions of the episodes, you would have heard that little belch unedited. <laughs> Completely unedited. Completely. Um, yes. All right, go back to what you were saying. Well, I don't have a haiku for you, although I may have one next time. Uh, but what I do have for our listeners is plugs. Yay for plugs. Um, um, these plugs actually come from uh, our text editor. And they say something to this. We have a text editor? Yes, a text editor. It's right on the really? computer. What is it? Perhaps he shall speak for you. But the, uh, the plugs are hmm? uh, our email and our various websites, so let's drill through them, that way we can get them out of the way. Here we go. Righto. All right. Just the one website, like... by the way. We are currently redesigning one of our websites, I might yes. add. That would be uh, www.teatime.cjb.net. 
That's not the one that's under uh, construction, by the way. That one is the one that's up and will remain up. Yes, yes, quite yes. correct. Yep. Uh, if so you I'm should like ahead. to email us uh, with any suggestions, any uh, compliments, any uh, shout-outs, uh, any personal stories about your dog falling down the stairs and bleeding? Uh, no, I'm no, um, no, that would be horrific. But um, that would no horrific dog falling down the stairs stories, please. All right. Think of um, the children. <laughs> think of the children. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, you can email us at Britspit. That is B R I T S P I T at gmail dot com. And if you should like to complain to us, where may they reach us? Um, oh, they may reach us at grumbleberries at gmail.com. Remember, I'm not going to spell it out for you, because if you're going to complain, you have to figure it out for yourselves. So yes, deal indeed. with it. <laughs> was that extreme enough for the viewers, do you think, Bartholomew? I believe that was extreme enough for the... the, the extreme? The, 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 can't, I, I can't speak today. My speech, my speech box has gone all haywire. You have a speech box? Are you I a robot? A... I am not a robot. No, you're not. No. You're a hired manservant, is what you are. Correct. You'll yes. do your job and you'll like it. Or else. <laughs> or else I'll... No, I suppose I can't dock your pay now, can I? No, but mm. you can release the hounds. Release the hounds! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, do you have any closing statements? Yes. Monkeys right. are pretty. Monkeys are pretty. Okay. Yes. That's my closing statement. That's your closing statement. Shall we roll the music now? No further questions, Your Honor. What? Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Begin the music. music. I say, I love this song. Actually, uh, for you viewers, I would like you to know that I am currently working on my own remix of the Tea Time theme. Expect it within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I suppose we'll play it perhaps at the end, maybe the beginning, I don't know. It will not be replacing the Tea Time theme, however, it's just a little something I've been working on. How about so, you, Bartholomew? You want to let us know anything before the music ends? Kind of like a, uh, a, a techno remix of the Star Wars theme? Oh, yes, yes. Um, here, we'll wait till the music will have ended before we say that. Uh, but, oh, tell them about uh, the live version of the music coming. It's a little ways off, but listen to this, everybody. Alright. Well, whether the music is over with or not... Um, it's probably in, over by now. Just keep going. Probably. Uh, in a few months' time, we should hope to have a, a live recording of a real live harpsichord uh, playing our tea time theme. And that oh, you should probably explain that it isn't a real one we're using now and what you are using. No, yes. T uh, what we're using right now is a sampled version of a real harpsichord uh, from a program I like to call GarageBand, and uh, we... No, that's what it's called. It's not just that he likes to call it that. Well, I like to call it GarageBand, even though it is GarageBand. I, I suppose so, but it's like, you know, saying, I like to call this dog Fido, even though its name actually is Fido. Hmm, Fido. But, Fido. uh, anywho... Um, yes, so we will in, uh, have m many hopes to have this recorded in uh, from a live harpsichord. Yes, so expect, expect that in our uh, much later episodes, actually probably around, uh, what, September or so, would you say? I, I would say around September. 
Okay, so just keep listening for a couple more months and you'll get that. Uh, but yes, okay, you've been waiting for this the entire episode, and here it is. Here you are, viewers. You see the link now, and I'm going to say it for you. HTTP colon backslash backslash www.albinoblacksheep.com backslash video backslash nerds dot html. You can access the video from there. It is thoroughly enjoyable. I was laughing my veritable buttocks off. Really. You <laughs> must go and see it right now. You shouldn't even be listening to this podcast anymore because the credits and the music already came by a long time ago and I already gave you the link. Quick, go see it. Why are you still listening? Stop. Stop right now. <laughs> go go see the video. It is very funny. It is more funny than this. I can almost assure